Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Degens, it is Monday, February 5th. With all the head coaching spots filled up, we're going to look at some of the moves going on with the coordinators now. I'm Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only Six Panther. Panther, how's it going on this Monday? Oh, once again, a Sunday night. I couldn't sleep. Ended up going to work at 10 o'clock last night, Eastern time. So good big jump on the start for the day. Probably about two hours away from home. Um, get to talk more football, hockey's back, so at least we get back into a little bit of normalcy, right? I don't even know if normalcy's a word. They invented that back in uh, uh, 9-11, right? Jesus. Jesus, guys. Hitting me with 9-11 stuff on a fucking Monday morning. <laughs> All right. Christ, that's man. That, that's where that word came up. It was never a word until... <laughs> Until uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it existed in the Oxford Dictionary before then, Sex Panther. Uh, the, if, if I if I Google searched it, I'm sure normalcy has been a word for a while. There's been a lot of strange people in this world, um, abnormal people, if you will. So I'm I'm assuming normalcy has has been in 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 our vernacular in in many people's lexicons for. Uh, for for many years but maybe it became popularized and now it's the new normal that's the that's the whole fucking buzz buzz now is the new normal correct because yeah that's that's the covid one right the new normal. <laughs> i think that's the that's it oh man let's not let's, let's not go with it you know I, it's i i realized you know it's an olympic year it's an election year but it's also a leap year we're, we're i think we're going to get an extra like uh you know day this year and uh, it's like uh, most of my days uh, are just okay, right? So why would I want an extra day? <laughs> what's what's right. good with an extra day? It's like you know, I guess I you know, I, I guess I feel uh, uh, bad for those people that are born on uh, leap leap year. You know, it's like they got to celebrate their birthday every year on March first. It's like no, it's a fucking extra year. Uh, why do we get? Why do we get the extra day in February? Why can't it be like in June or August? <laughs> yeah, it's just prolonging spring. Um, yeah. Okay, so coordinators, all the head coaches filled up that we know of. They haven't fired Canales yet, right, in uh, Carolina? Just checking. 
uh, you know. They'll give him a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, congratulations, by the way, to Canales's uh, uh, pet, pet project. Baker Mayfield won the MVP in the uh, flag football game yesterday. So, congrats, Baker. You are a flag football king. It's planting flags in the middle of the field, saying he is the flag football king. Uh, speaking of a king, Cliff Kingsbury, of course, was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And for some reason, he lost his job because his quarterback would not read a playbook. Now, there was rumors swirling that he was going to take the OC spot in Vegas. Chip Kelly was going to take the OC spot for the Commanders. Well, now it seems that Kingsbury is heading to Washington. Luke Getze is is going to be heading to Vegas. And Chip Kelly is staying in college where he fucking belongs. Now, another rumor out here is X-Panther. So you can tackle a lot of things all at once. You know that uh, Dan Quinn, of course, took the head coaching job in Washington. Well... He was the defensive coordinator in Dallas, which means Dallas has a defensive coordinator position open. In a weird twist of irony, almost seems like a trade, Ron Rivera is a leading candidate for the defensive coordinator position in Dallas. So essentially job swapping there. So what do you think? Uh, Let's tackle the Kingsbury story first. He was slated to go to Vegas. Now he's going to Washington. Um... Is it solely because Washington has a higher draft pick than the Vegas Raiders? Is that it? Uh, I think it goes deeper than that. Uh, call me a conspiracy theorist. Okay, first of all, I was disappointed because as a Raiders fan, since they moved to Las Vegas, uh, I like Kingsbury. I- I'm high on Kingsbury. I think he's an offensive guru, and he could do some things uh, with that offense. Antonio Pierce would probably turn him loose, and and uh, he. he he would have done well, but alas, he's in Washington, and this is why I think he's in Washington. I think it has everything to do with Caleb Williams. I think they select Caleb Williams. Why does that matter? Because Kyler Murray was a Lincoln Riley quarterback. Caleb Williams is a Lincoln Riley quarterback. I think that's why they brought in Cliff Kingsbury because Washington is going to draft Caleb Williams. Okay, well, I that makes no sense to me because he was he was terrible with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray wouldn't read a fucking playbook. What's Caleb well, Williams going to do? What's Caleb, he's going to take a shit in the playbook and give it back to him? Look what he did with the second grader Kyler Murray. Now, if somebody has at least got an eighth grade education like Caleb Williams, uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe, but. I don't know. I I don't blame Kingsbury for what happened in Arizona. Kyler Murray doesn't have the discipline to read a playbook, do game prep. He'd rather be playing on his Xbox or PS5, maybe learning Madden cheat codes. Who knows? Uh, Caleb Williams seems to be a little bit more prepped for the NFL. And listen, I like Caleb Williams as an athlete. It's just that thing between his ears, his ego, his moxie that kind of rubs people the wrong way. Maybe, you know, Dan Quinn and and Cliff Kingsbury can rein that in a little bit. Um, But that was kind of my take was it's a Lincoln Riley quarterback, and that's why they brought Kingsbury in. Look at you throwing stones, Mr. Notre Dame uh, rooting 
fan with their uh, fucking insane grade uh, requirements, their GPA and their fucking uh, SAT score requirements. I'm looking at USC. Their admission requirements are pretty tough. This isn't like this is LSU we're talking about or Alabama. I mean, <laughs> come on. It's, USC is a little bit better than that. Um, how's Ohio State? You got into Ohio State. I guess the grade requirements is, aren't that strict. That's why it's my running joke. <laughs> it's my running. Everybody says, if you love Notre Dame so much, why didn't you go there? I said, because I wasn't athletic enough or smart enough to go to Notre Dame. I went to Ohio State. Who takes anybody? <laughs> um, yeah, listen, I, I, I like Kingsbury, too, and I, I definitely don't give him the, the, the full blame over there in Arizona. Um, Kyler Murray is... Um, <sighs> is frustrating to me because he definitely has the skills. He's got the talent. Um, now, uh, the, the, uh, you know, lost some offensive weapons there. Um, he got injured and so forth, but I mean, there is no reason that he should not have been one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Uh, he's got, he's got the, the skill set. He's got all of the physical attributes that you want in a quarterback. Right, I mean, the, the guy can throw the fucking ball. He can, he can run. Um, you know, he he's got really good precision as well. It's it's not like he's just like launching the ball. I mean, he's got everything that you want in a quarterback, except for something between the ears is just not committed to the game as much as as others. Right? You know, you think about the the, the guys that are studying the footage and reading the playbooks and reading you know the other team's playbooks and watching the other teams. Uh, uh, sideline videos because you know their their head coaches recorded that. Um, you'll probably see a lot of that in the Chargers this year. You know, uh, filming the other other team and, and watching that footage. But but Kyler wouldn't bother. Kyler wouldn't do that. He he wouldn't do what it takes to to win the game. Um, so uh, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe that's the link there is that you think Washington's going to draft Caleb Williams. But I mean, they're 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 picking number two. Last time I checked. There's still a team in front of them that could take number one. Um, what about the rumor about their former head coach going to Dallas? Ron Rivera maybe taking over the defensive coordinator job there in, in Dallas. Or is there another surprise move? Does Vrabel take the job there? I mean, Dallas could be a coveted defensive coordinator position, mostly because you don't know what's going to happen with their head coach. And whoever takes over the DC position could be primed to be an interim head coach at some point. Um, You know, he's on the downside of his career. I think he won't see another head coaching job before he retires, but you bring up Mike Rabel, you know, a a double-edged sword here, right? Mike Rabel, defensive guy, defensive coordinator. I think that's an awesome fit. They shit can McCarthy after one more year. Rabel could slide in as a head coach or, Bill Belichick takes over head coach, Mike Rabel, very um, familiar with Belichick schemes and everything. So Rabel sliding in there at D.C. would make a lot of sense if Jerry Jones was going to entertain Belichick in 2025. It's it's a shame, too, because I, I think about this like, OK, you know, so I I'm going to say something that's crazy. I almost feel bad that Belichick decided to leave the Patriots. And by the way, he wrote a very heartfelt letter or someone wrote a letter on behalf, perhaps chat GBT wrote a letter on Bill Belichick's behalf because it would seem more human than uh, Bill Belichick. And there's very few things that are, you know, uh, 
less human than, than Bill Belichick. AI is actually more human than Bill Belichick. And it seems like they that wrote the letter, a very heartfelt letter to the P- Patriots fans. I think Bill Belichick really thought that he was going to have his pick of the litter when it came to jobs. His arrogance was he thought he was going to be able to leave there and automatically get a job. If he didn't, I, I feel like he probably pushed himself out the door a bit. I th- I really think that Kraft would have given him another year. And with that uh, another year, I know they already had a, a really good defensive coordinator there, but maybe he brings in Vrabel as an assistant head coach and he, he brings back uh, McDaniels as his offensive coordinator. You know, and, and then maybe he's got this like group of coaches around him to protect him from himself, um, and, and see what they could do. Uh, you know, I, I'm almost thinking it's like, man, like Belichick screwed himself over. You know, all the all of these strong assistants could have been around him to, you know, I mean, what what fucked him over these years? I mean, let's let's rewind a couple of seasons ago. Mac Jones didn't look that bad. I'm not saying that he was going to be a star quarterback in this league, but he he got the fucking Patriots to the playoffs in his rookie year. You know, 10 wins that rookie. You know, they were like, oh, shit, not bad. Now, of course, Tom Brady went to win a fucking Super Bowl, so anything he did was going to pay on comparison, and maybe he was feeling that pressure there. But, like, Mac Jones looked pretty good a couple years ago, and then Belichick decided to fucking get cute and bring in Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. It's like he fucking hated the kid and wanted to destroy him. I mean, you, you really want to destroy someone, you put Matt Patricia in charge of them. That's for fucking sure. That's the Lions. That's the Lions where where, where Matt Patricia touched them for years. You know? Um, so, I, I, like, honestly, I think Belichick almost, like, fucked himself over this year. And looking at, you know, some of these guys that are around that, that could have, like, buoyed him. Um, or shit, bring in Cliff Kingsbury. Like, it's, it astounds me that, like, in Belichick's arrogance – that he thought he was going to get this fuck any job he wanted, and now he's fucking jobless. And, you know, they, there's a lot of good fucking coordinators around right now that could have fucking made his team better. Yeah, so, you know, he might have, you know, done it to himself, but at the same time, if you go back to looking at New England over the years, I mean, Tom Brady made him look better than he really was because his player personnel decisions over the years weren't that great. He did he didn't really bring in any awesome wide receivers or running backs. He got some retreads. We brought in Randy Moss. We got Wes Welker, um, the other one, the other short white kid. Um, but I, his decisions as a GM, as a strategist. Yeah, listen, I I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. You know, Kingsbury should do a you know a good job with whatever uh, rookie quarterback that they draft in Washington. Uh, it does seem like Vegas got their man, and and yeah, that that defensive coordinator spot in Dallas could be one of those uh, one of those bright shiny jobs that you might want if you can deal with Jerry Jones, which you know is a big if. All right, let's take a quick break. After that, NBA and NHL's back. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. 
If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. We are back with you, possibly never even left. Okay, Six Panther, uh, NBA, we do have a fair uh, slew of games today. It's just a fair warning. A couple of these teams did play yesterday, so a couple back-to-backs here. Uh, Lakers, Lakers uh, seem to be on a roll right now. Uh, beat the Celtics in Boston, went to Madison Square Garden, broke the Knicks winning streak. The Lakers defense fucking winning games. Lakers uh, ten and a half point favorites on the road against Charlotte, and Charlotte just seems to lose by twelve fucking uh, points a game. So, you know. uh, Joel Embiid, he's having surgery. He's going to be out for Philadelphia. So, uh, interesting, interesting games on the board today. I have found two somehow to bet on. One of them I fucking hate, and I'm, I'm wondering, I'm, I'm questioning my life choices here. So, are you questioning your life choices with any of these games, Six Panther? Uh, none of the ones that you spoke of. I'm going to question my choice. Does with Sacramento going to Cleveland, uh, I, I get it. Cleveland's good at home, but Sacramento's been playing very well on the road. But they're getting five and a half points. That feels like too many. I want the Kings with those points. Yeah, listen, I saw this one, and I instantly went to the injury report to see who was out for Sacramento, and lo and behold, there's no one. So I was very surprised by this line. Cleveland is on a roll, one of the hottest teams in basketball, uh, kind of leapfrogging the Sixers because Embiid is out, so now Cleveland moving into that upper echelon in the East. Uh, Doc Rivers, congratulations, named your all-star game head coach, by the way. Congratulations, Doc Rivers, um, taking over that because uh, I think it's based off of uh, the winner of last year's East, so it was Milwaukee. So he gets to uh, cannibalize and 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 take credit for Buttonholzer winning the fucking East last year. So he gets the head coach of the All Star game. But Milwaukee's not playing very well under Doc Rivers or playing well at all right now. So Cleveland is that team that could steal that second spot. So I get it. Cleveland really good team, but they've got some injuries as well. I, I'm going to lean Sacramento with you. I agree. I just think a tad bit too many points. All right, next game up, L.A. Clippers continue their road trip. It is a back to back situation. Uh, but they're going to Atlanta, take on the Hawks, a team that neither one of us really like. I mean, we like the players. We just don't like the chemistry. It just Atlanta just seems like they are forever a 500 team and probably need to shake some things up this week at the trade deadline. The Clippers, I mean, they're doing everything right. They, they look like legit championship contenders. Only lay three and a half. I don't, I'm not saying this is, questionable or anything it's a back-to-back and you never know if somebody sits but i still want the clippers for 10 bucks 
I'm uh, going to get two and a half on this one. So I don't know if that makes you feel better or feel worse. I'm going to bet the Clippers with you. Uh, slight pause, right? Atlanta has won four games in a row. So, um, you know, they, they have, uh, you know, managed to, to win a string of games. They uh, all home games, right? They beat the Raptors, the Lakers, the Suns, and the Warriors. So, I mean, they're on this little home, home stretch. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, listen, I mean, they're playing some pretty good basketball right now. My thought is that the uh, the uh, Clippers are the better team, and uh, Clippers should uh, get this and, and win this. So, yeah, uh, $10 bet on the Clippers. All right, next game, last game, we'll stay in the South. The Toronto Raptors going to Nolens, take on the Pelicans. Um, I, I like the Pelicans. I used to like Toronto. They're, they're a they're a mess and probably not done trading or making some moves here with the trade deadline looming this Thursday, but 11 and a half points. I don't think they're, they're not like Charlotte bad. They're not Detroit bad. I think they can keep this within 12 points. Uh, give me the Raptors plus the points for 10 bucks. Yeah. I mean, they're not Charlotte bad or Detroit bad, but they're trending that way. Um, They've uh, lost uh, eight out of their last ten games, and yeah, just you know they've punted the season. Poor Scotty Barnes is is wallowing in misery, and uh, you know New Orleans gets to uh, come in and and try to uh, take advantage of that, and they should get a win. Uh, oh no, it's in New Orleans, right? Yeah, it's in, in New, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. So so the Toronto gets to go to New Orleans and eat some beignets with uh, Zion. Uh, yeah, New Orleans wins this one. Still, even at home. 11 and a half is too many points. I'll lean the Raptors with you. Those beignets are no joke. I had those on my Biloxi uh, trip pr- last pretty, year. Pretty fantastic. Beignets, pretty oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, you don't drink coffee, but, you know, uh, Cafe du oh, Monde, yeah. of course, is, yeah. is the, the coffee to drink when you're down in New Orleans, apparently. That, so. That's where we were. We went to Cafe du Monde. You, you got to check it out if you haven't. Uh, those are my picks. What else you got, Max? I got one that I, I'm regretting to bet. Just, Just... I, I placed the bet, and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe I'm thinking of a team that used to exist. But the Golden State Warriors are getting two points against the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn does not seem to be having Ben Simmons here, so I don't know why they're favored. Maybe because the Warriors aren't very good at the road, on the road. Maybe because the Warriors aren't very good at all. This is a team just completely in flux. You know, A couple years ago, I had picked the Warriors uh, – to, to make it to the finals and we were doing the podcast and I got laughed at and it's like, no, the Warriors are falling apart. They're old. And lo and behold, the Warriors ended up winning the title that year. Uh, two years later, I think it's two years later, right? Um, this, uh, this Warriors team has fallen apart. They're not very good. Curry put up 60 and uh, the uh, Atlanta Hawks still beat them. That said, I'm still going to bet the Warriors here. Don't love it, but $10 bet on Golden State. I saw this game and saw Brooklyn favored, and that was my instant I'm off this game. Like, if Brooklyn's favored against Golden State, I, I get it. The nostalgia or whatever name recognition. I, if you tell me Golden State at Brooklyn, I'm thinking Golden State minus two and a half, three and a half maybe. Brooklyn favored. Yeah, I'm spooked. I'll give you moral support, but yeah, this game stinks. Okay, over to the ice. We do have two games on the board today. I am 
also apprehensively betting one of them, and the other one I just couldn't even fucking touch because, well, we'll get into that. Uh, how about how about you, Six Panther? Are you betting today? I'm betting one, and I've I've already vomited once. I'll probably vomit again when I say it out loud. Uh, Islanders are going to Toronto. You know how much we love and trust the Maple Leaves, but the Islanders. I mean. Those overtime losses make the record not look so bad, but the record really is kind of bad. Those overtime losses, they just they just can't win in overtime. <laughs> Toronto, I mean, they've had a week now, right? We have this long all-star break um, to kind of get healthy and then get right. They're at home, minus 165. I don't think there's value, but I think they win. So give me the Maple Leafs for 10 bucks. Yeah, I, listen, I agree with you. Um... I just I could not vocalize or get out of my mouth that I was betting the Toronto Maple Leafs minus one sixty five. I just I just could not do it, could not say it. Um, but I'll lean, I'll lean Toronto. I just yeah, you're gonna you, listen, man. You're gonna come in tomorrow and you're gonna be like, fuck the Maple Leafs. They're gonna somehow lose this fucking one to the Islanders. It's just, it's gonna happen. You you just know it's gonna happen. So uh, leaning Toronto with you. Yeah, I should probably always be following my own advice. Just always bet against the Maple Leafs. Um, but I don't like the Islanders. Are you betting the other one? I am betting the other one. And this is tough. I and mean, it's a 50-50 matchup pretty much. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna eat a little bit of chalk here and take the Rangers at home. Do I love the Rangers right now? No. But I don't think Colorado is a dominant team at uh, on the road, right? You, you look at them at home; they're twenty and five, but on the road they are mortal. Right off the All Star break, it's going to be a little weird. I think the Rangers can kind of capitalize on that and, and get a much needed win. This team has been kind of good, but not great the last month. I think the Rangers should win this one. So ten dollar bet on New York. I don't love it. I, I'm not telling you, I don't love it. I definitely didn't love it, which is why I'm not betting it. Um, I hear what you're saying about Colorado. A lot of the road games were against lesser opponents. They kind of let down, play down to their competition, back-to-backs, what have you. This is this is a dick-measuring contest, right? They, this is both teams, I think, want to kind of measure up against each other and see where they stand because these are two teams that have legitimate shot at the Stanley Cup Finals. I think Colorado shows up, plays their A game, and wants this one. I'm leaning the abs, but, I mean, it's just the slightest of leans. This thing's probably going into overtime or be a shootout. I, I can't bet it, but I'll lean the abs. All right, let's put this DJ and Parlay together. Um, there was the Clippers that we did bet together. There was... The Sacramento Kings getting six now, Sex Panther, that we had moral support on. Great. What in the world? Um, and then on hockey, we're going to regret this. We'll throw the Maple Leafs in there. So uh, three-way parlay will be the Clippers, the Kings on the hard hardwood floors, the NBA, Sacramento Kings, not the LA Kings, and the Toronto Maple Leafs, and that will be 487. Uh, Sex Panther, he's made your job easier because he actually joined to listen live. We have a new DJ that you need to welcome to the big show. Go ahead. Uh, dad, dad, no money. I feel like that's what you say to your kids when they ask, Dad, can I have some money? And you're like, Dad, dad, no money. 
Dad Dad No Money joined the Discord over the weekend. He came into the asylum. He's shooting the shit with the fellas. And you guys can be like Dad Dad No Money and come in and shoot the shit with us as well. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today. When it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.